0: Hi guys, welcome to Baram You podcast. We've got a guest for you. I'm so excited for this one. It's been a topic that when I learned way back in the day, five, six years ago, when I sat down and got into conspiracies and I, 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 as everyone knows I, Sam some and e, Foil heart, it's kinda molded me and my beliefs. And when I sat and listened to episode one and just let it play through, you know, when it got to the episode with when they were talking about Hollywood and the way it works, you know the, the blackmail rings, the sex trafficking. I think even more so that you know that these videos that emerge with like Kanye West, Katy Perry talking about selling their souls to the devil. That, that is kind of stuck with me throughout my time where I've learned things that are really hard to take but that is right up there with one of those nights I remember it well sitting on night shift learning about Kanye West talking about my mother died for this shit man. I'm sure you've seen that video and um, and it really got me. Like I had to stand up and I was feeling all flushed and like I had to go and speak to someone to get out of my mind because this stuff's really happening. Like it's it's scary, really scary stuff. So we've got a great guest on for you tonight. He's starting his own podcast. I'll introduce him now and he can tell you more about it. So it's Naman Jawade from Reality Check. Um, I connected with him through a website called Matchmaker FM, which is great. It's been a new tool for me in the last week or so that someone told me about that you can get guests or you can become a guest on someone's show and it's it's really really handy and so i've found me and the man have found each other and uh, let's just get on with the show it's it's, it'll be really good so i hope you like it guys so the man how are you
1: yeah i'm doing good i'm doing good how are you
0: i'm good i'm good it's a saturday morning It's cold outside in Scotland. Uh, Where where actually are you from? I should have asked that. No,
1: you're fine. I'm actually from Crawley, which is down south by Gatwick Airport, by London. Um, However, I moved up to the Peak District. Um, So I live in the Peak District. So I get the the cold because it's just I'm surrounded by hills everywhere. So it's just there's a gush of wind and it's been raining, but it's not too bad. It's somewhat sunny right now, but um, it's pretty windy. So, but we don't compare to Scotland. You guys have the worst weather in history. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Roll on the roll on the summer bit. Summer usually in Scotland is like a Wednesday, one day of the year.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah. I want to start off by saying that I am quite jealous of your beard right now because I (laughs) I I ruined my beard. I I usually have a beard, and uh, I I was trying to like balance out everything with a pair of scissors, and this is why I don't do it myself. This is why I go to a barber's. And obviously, I've you know ruined it. Um, hence yeah. why I'm, yeah. I'm able to see my face and my chin yeah. for the first time in a few years now. So, you know, it'll come back. I'm brown. It'll come back. <laughs> it'll yeah, come back definitely. very quickly. Don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, do you want to get? Do you want to get straight into it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I hear you're starting your own podcast. Yeah, I've listened to your intro. It sounds uh, like I'm so excited. Like it's really good for me. Like right now, I don't have someone that I'm following. Like consistently, like I'm waiting for that next episode to drop. Other than Whatcast, I've done a few episodes with them. Where when they drop an episode, I'm like, right, get let's get on it. And to to meet you and do this show and hear that you're starting your own one, it's it's something special for me that I can go along the journey with you. You know, and yeah, yeah. and you know we can maybe you know appear on each other's show now and again. We can bounce off each other, and I think that is it's really been lost just now. I think the people that I've followed. Like I said, Sam Triple e, Tinfoil Foil Hart, um, they are, you know, they're big, they're huge, they're mainstream and yeah. they're not interested in little guys like us. So nah. that's what I'm saying. If we can help each other in any way and um, you know, build up a community even and that's what matchmaker. I, I'm so surprised I've been in the game for over a year now and I've never known about matchmaker until last week. So it's it's been good.
1: Yeah, Matchmaker's is really cool, as you say. I've I've been on a couple podcasts, a couple comedy ones, uh, a couple life story ones. My story has been, you know, quite dark but then again that could be subjective like i've been to prison i've been raped i've had tuberculosis um you know i've had a really bad childhood where i used to get battered by my dad every single day pretty much you know the classics the classics yeah. um yeah but i i um i've been on a couple podcasts and i've also got some really cool guests as you say i've I, i've put my first episode up only uh, not too long ago today um which i recorded last week i've got a uh, a gambling addict uh, now currently in recovery who's going to be, um, his episode will be out next week. I've also got a wannabe, wannabe serial killer uh, slash controversial artist um, coming out on the end at the end of February. He's actually a wannabe serial killer. He named himself Damn. after Jeffrey Dahmer uh, and he has some seriously bad well I say bad controversial uh, views I have very controversial view myself so he's uh yeah he's borderline psychopath I believe personally Uh, my background psychology and stuff but I'm not there to give him therapy I'm there to listen to his incredibly fascinating stories so yeah my my podcast would be cool I I, and obviously again it's going to be based on conspiracy theories and life stories and and everything about it so yeah yeah I'm really looking forward to that. I appreciate that. yeah
0: so that's really interesting you mentioned there you've got a background in psychology because you know I, I must be pretty much every show that I do I mention I'd love to have a psychologist on my show because I believe a lot of the the conspiracies and a lot of I mean the the, the obvious basic terms brainwashing that goes on every day via the TV, via the media, uh, via the government is a lot of it is blatant to the to like people like us who know what they're doing. But to the, I'm trying to get away from. It. I mean, my show is all about sheeple, sheep, all sheep, baram you, you know. Sure. And and I, I don't want to always attack them because I want them to open up, you know, wake up. And when you're you're digging them all the time, it's it's not so. But what I'm saying to a normie or someone that doesn't really pay attention, and you know, I respect that as well. They're maybe not seeing it, but their their subconscious is yeah. definitely seeing it. And yeah. um, I was actually on a show on Podbean the other night. It's a debate show. And they were talking about um, a story that I was unfamiliar with. Maybe you are uh, Stephen Stainer and Reiki Stainer. Uh, this right. was a family. And the son was kidnapped and raped and tortured for seven years. And then he was released when he was 14. Yeah. And his brother, Ricky or Reiki, became a paedophile rapist himself. And the question on the panel was do you think that any of that has affected the older brother and i'm like yeah because when you're a kid and you're a sponge and you're seeing all this stuff you then become or can become like i know there's exception exceptions to every rule but there are you know your subconscious is is the sponge and when you when things happen in your life you resort back to something that you've maybe seen on a film or a tv yeah. program and you make your decision based on that what what they did, you know. I I use um, Coronation Street standards You know when there's a a soap opera and maybe there's a teenage pregnancy in the in the show, and then your daughter or son has a teenage pregnancy, yeah. and they're maybe seeing what the, the the actors in that film or program behaved like, and they're yeah. thinking maybe I should behave like that too. So,
1: yeah. and that was
0: really interesting. If, if you could tell me a bit more about your, your you know that side of it.
1: Yeah, so as I say, um, so I'm not a qualified psychologist. Um, I have been studying psychology. So I did my BSC, BSC um at Hertfordshire many years ago. Then I was doing my master's in, in forensic psychology because of prison. Um, I wanted to study forensic. Um, I've always had a fascination of serial killers and and true crime and stuff like that. A uh, fascination in terms of like, you know, obviously the fascination is why they do what they do etc cetera, etc cetera, rather than um you know wanting to become one and uh, but um yeah so that i mean i was studying forensics which i postponed for 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 other reasons for for other projects and stuff um i've i've been as i said i've been to prison i've met with uh people and i've tried to understand their psyche and i've, I've understood their crimes and stuff and they've told me about what they did and why they did it and stuff i think psychology is um It's always, to me, I've always said like psychology is a very, it's tough because a lot of people obviously would say it's subjective, it is objective, but it's a social science. There's not much hard facts to psychology, you know? It's not a biological, it's a biological, well, to an extent, but it's not, it's not facts. It's social science for a reason. And a lot of it, in my personal opinion, is subjective. I think, yes, they do it through experiments, but you can't necessarily, like there's a, there's a, the classic example I can say is a psychopath test by John Ronson, the book, I don't know if you've read it, Mm -hmm. a really cool book, it's a journalist who goes to Broadmoor, you've heard of Broadmoor, of course, you know, uh, for the people that haven't, it's probably, probably the most infamous slash famous mental health uh facility in the world maybe let's say uh you know they had like the yorkshire ripper peter luck peter Peter suckliff there um you know they've had all sorts of uh uh, well let's not call them crazies but you know um and they they basically they, they do they yes i get they do it through experiments but as i say you can't outright say this is a fact that this is true uh there was a child a kid who had committed uh gbh um, he was scared of going to prison for however long. So he's in court, pleaded mental health. He said, like you know, I, I plead guilty, but, you know, I- I've got mental problems and blah, blah, blah. So they've thrown him in Broadmoor for that reason. So he at first was acting out to be a bit more like, you got to keep me here for my sentence. The psychologists there have started to kind of like basically said that he's this and he's this and he's this. And they've kept him there. And he was there, so he was meant to be there. I think was for five years. He was there at this point of this book. He was there for twelve years, and he was he was a kid, you know. He was he was super young. If he was early twenties, if I remember correctly. And point being is, he then had this interview with a Scientologist. Obviously, a Scientologist. I don't, you know, but um, and then he had an interview with the John with John Ronson at the same time, and they were conversing about, um, you know, how. He is just acting now, and he's playing this uh, pretend persona to to be kept there. But now they're basically labeling him as different things. You know, and so he's kept there. And so this is what goes back to psychology. When I was at university, I questioned uh, Freud. I questioned uh, Marx, I, I questioned Karl Marx and stuff. I questioned all the, you know, the big dogs. And I said that to my professor when I was in lectures and stuff. And my professor would always turn around and say to me, like, Who are you to question these people? These are the greats. I'm like, Well, hang about though, because psychology is an open ended topic. Psychology will forever keep going because it's open ended. And psychology is something that you perceive differently to an extent. Yes, I'm not saying that what Freud and all these people did and their experiments and their Analogies and so on weren't correct, or they weren't, you know, logical. What I'm saying is, well, you know, because like with Freud, he had everything was based on sex. He said, "This is sex. This is sex. This is sex. Everything comes down to sex," and it doesn't, you know. So, and it's like he was he was proved wrong. So why can't I say what I want to say? And it's that's that's the thing with psychology. But it's fascinating, as you said, it's fascinating.
0: That that's just maddening, like what you said there about the the your professor telling you who are you to to question Mm. people like Marx like I've said that before a lot like um, uh, these people that are emerging from education in their 20s and 30s right now you know this generation they're all coming out as Marxists and I I know we could get into that uh, politics and these people are now the people that are voting in our countries and making decisions you know they they maybe are the minority but they're the loud minority and that and and I've got you know, my wife's from California. Um, right. She she moved over here to to Scotland with me. And when I first met her, you know, the, the the belief system in California is like that. That is the most liberal leftist state there is of of America. Right. Right. And you know, she, you know, Donald Trump was just becoming president at the time when I met her, and mm. and and all that hatred. And obviously, through her, I met her friends, and I still have some of them on Instagram. Some of them I've had to delete because. I was just so shocked that, like, the blatant, you know, putting up pictures of Karl Marx and saying that this guy's a hero and we should all be like Marxists, and and I'm like, you guys need to read history. And uh, like, I don't, I don't know, are you being taught? So going back to what I was saying, like, the professor that told you is the same professors all around education in the UK and America, whatever, that are teaching these uh, morals and 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 you know, things and not giving a a comeback, you know, not allowing scrutiny or any other side, you know, there's yeah, not absolutely. a second side to that story. Yeah. And I don't know if you've watched, uh, I, I did two uh, episodes recently with two skeptics, one that was a truther for 15 years and then completely did a U-turn and is now, you know, a, 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 he's a liberal politics wise and he, he thinks that we're all crazy people again and the other one was, uh, was a guy that looked into conspiracy theories for a year. Then the kicker was that he went to university and came out the other end, a Marxist, you know, believing in climate change and evolution and things. And, you know, I'll hold my, my I mean, everyone knows my beliefs on that, but that's not the point. The point is that they're going into indoctrination schools as one thing and coming out the other with all the same beliefs. And it's like, come on guys, wake up, I, I don't, I don't understand how you can't question that, that if there's a, a push, like we saw the veganism push happening, and that's probably the, the one that sticks in my mind, it happened in like 2015-16, it was veganism yeah. was the big hot topic, now if, if veganism is so healthy for you, so good, the best diet, why did it take till 2015-16 for it to be pushed, you know, that's what I always think, so my, my main point is when I'm talking about these things is, if you haven't looked at both sides of each story
1: yeah.
0: your opinion is not your own I, I think it to be a marxist you also have to look into you know capitalism and nationalism and yeah, whatever sure. and then make sure. up your mind on what the the best yeah. one is uh, if you think veganism is the best then you have to look into you know carnivorism it, it's that is what is being lost here and whenever you bring up something that is against these people's beliefs it's like they'll shut you down and they'll walk away and that's also being taught in schools like punch a nazi don't don't you know talk to these people they're not worth it just walk away
1: look Um, i mean i say to people uh sorry sorry to cut you off but just on that point about punching a nazi don't talk to these people blah blah blah. i i'm a brown guy just in case you don't realize i'm a muslim um and i you know i've been racially abused i get racially abused blah, blah blah whatever i get stereotypes and so forth um and I have so many conversations with so many people where I say to people that, okay, I'll get racially abused. I live in a village full of white people and I'm not saying white people, are the, the, the the bad people I'm saying, I live in a village. It's a very old village. It's a small village in a big district and it's just full of white people. And, um, I don't feel entirely comfortable here. There's a tea room around the corner and that's owned by an Indian brown Muslim lady. And she gets racially abused pretty much every other day. And um, I've had that. And what I say to people, like, you need to have these conversations with these people, you know, that are racially abusing you. Why? Because, okay, I'm not saying it's easy, you know, because it can hurt whatever the case is. But I say to people that if you're not going to have a conversation with the people that are abusing you in some way or another, then how are they ever going to change their mindset? You tell me how they're going to go from a racist to a non-racist if you don't have that conversation. It's like that guy, what's his name? Um, man, I love the story. It's that black dude um, who had the conversation with the leader of the KKK in America. You must have heard of it. A really famous one. Uh, Google it if you, if you, and it might tr- trigger your memory um, later on. And he had a conversation. So he was, you know, he's black guy, blah, blah, blah. And he had this setup of just having this conversation with the KKK leader. And him and the KKK leader now are best friends, our best friends. He left the KKK because why? Because this guy basically gave him his side of the story and said, like, you know, try to make him understand, try to understand him as well. Try to understand why he was within the KKK, why he had those beliefs, you know. And it's the same with the racism on a smaller scale where if someone calls me a Paki, for example, you know, I'm like okay, either laugh it off or you have this conversation with the people. You know, you say why do you think this? Like, you know, why are you like this? And um, you know, I I've had this like uh, issues with uh, like one of my friends who was in prison uh, with me at that time. He was um, he was there for attempted murder, and people knew about what his crime was, and his crime was all you know homosexuality related uh, crime, and um, so he's 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 gay, and. I would stick up for him when Muslims, fellow Muslims of mine, would insult and abuse me for hanging out with him and calling him a faggot and calling him this and calling him that. Well, like, hang about, this is the same guy that comes to my door to ask him, ask me how I am. So you know, it's about having that conversation. It's like I don't care if he's gay, you know. I can still have a conversation with him. And it comes down to the same thing. Like, if you're not going to have a conversation with anyone, you're not going to see him as people, regardless of how good or bad you might have in your head. You know, if those Muslims that were abusing me and had a conversation with him, they'd be like, you know what, you're just a cool guy you know, I don't care if you're gay, you're just a cool guy. And it's, it's the same, in my opinion, it's the same with everything in terms of the principle, which is you have a conversation, you try to at least change that mindset, you know. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, we, we as people like to say, listen to my opinion, but I won't listen to your opinion. I'm yeah. open-minded, but I'm not going to listen to your opinion still. And it's like, well, you're not open-minded then, are you? And that's where you get a lot of vegan, you know, hippie, hipsters, the worst ones I'm talking about. I'm not talking about every single one. I'm talking Mm -hmm. about those, you know, you know I'm talking about. You know, the ones that dress like they're in the 70s and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we're not in the 70s. And, um, those those will come out and they would talk about you know listen to my veganism li- listen to what i'm saying become a vegan blah blah okay cool i'll listen to it okay now let me tell you about my religion for example you know no i don't want to fucking no 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 i don't want no. to yeah. it's like what well, would what <laughs> you know you can't no. expect me to listen to your nonsense then <laughs>
0: see see when i first got into politics this is probably a good opportunity for not only to tell you but to tell the listeners because i think when you're on my side of the you know everyone knows my beliefs if you've listened to my shows politics wise and obviously conspiracy wise but a lot of people on that that align with me are a- often seen as like nazis and against you know race and things like that and i'll tell you now when when i first got into politics around about 2015 16 it was all about the time, and I'm sure this name will, will ring a bell here, Tommy Robinson. I, I fell down that rabbit hole. And I did think that Muslims, you know, coming over and, and forced immigration. And I fell down that hole. And it's 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 an embarrassing thing to talk about now for me, because I see that, that you know, the, these people like Tommy Robinson and names like that, Alex Jones even, you know, a lot of people that are into conspiracies Alex will says. follow him. And I can't stand people like that who are, in my, in my view, and um, right and proven. So guys like Tommy Robertson who are being paid by the establishment to look as if they are like freedom fighters and going out and pushing the narrative that the all the forced immigration and Muslims are coming over to turn our, our world, our UK, into Sharia law. And it's all a lot of nonsense. It really is. And it, it's not. It's to kind of shield the. Shield the anger from the government, who we should be angry at for what's going on right now in our world. But not only that, things that have gone on throughout time and push the anger towards a certain, you know, whether it's Muslims this time or Jews another time or whatever. It's 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 that and it's division, dividing, conquer. And uh, like I said, I'm I'm embarrassed that I fell for it. You know, I, I used to watch everything he did, and I'm like, oh uh, no, and it's like every religion, you've got the Old Testament and Christianity that they don't like talking about. You've got the, the Talmud with the Judaism that is very controversial. And, you know, that maybe that small sect of Muslims that have maybe gone a bit, you know, and follow jihad or, I mean, I, I may maybe speaking out of turn, maybe you're better, but there are going to be extremists on every every religion and not just religion, whether it's, you know, a veganist extremist, you know what I mean? That. I am maybe using those terms a bit lightly, but th- there are going to be people who will take their belief systems to the exact, you oh, know, to the extreme.
1: Yeah. Like, um, yeah. there's a guy in prison. I was with where you said about veganism, uh, vegan extremists. Mm-hmm. Um, he was there for burning down a slaughterhouse. He was a vegan. He was a strong outspoken, opinionated vegan, and he burned down a slaughterhouse. You know, that's extremism. um, obviously i do want to touch back on the the without going off topic about what this episode is meant to be like jihad just for for you and uh, others to to understand what jihad actually is because there's too much ignorance to what jihad jihad actually is and there are there is some ignorance within the islamic community of what jihad is as well jihad is not terrorism it's not extremism it's not fighting people at all unfortunately because it's got the People go into the habit of hearing it with people that do end up having suicide, being suicide bombers or attacking others, etc. That is not jihad whatsoever. It's literally precisely the opposite. Jihad is about fighting one's desires and wrongdoings within yourself. So the wrongdoings of suicide bombers, that is a wrongdoing in action of life. So that is the opposite of jihad. So jihad itself is, for example, if I said I'm going to go and perform jihad, yeah. A lot of people instantly think, right, OK, we need to get this guy clamped down and throw back into prison. Right. This is what's going to happen. However, that is me saying what jihad, the definition is, is fighting your own desires and your soul within yourself and the wrongdoings and becoming a better person, which is exactly the opposite of what, you know, you and other people do think, unfortunately. And where you say about being embarrassed about your views about Muslims in the past, I wouldn't say that's, you should be embarrassed. It's good that you. spoken about saying that I used to be like this because if you don't say you used to be like this and now you're like this and your opinions change because you looked into your own way we're not going to, people out there are not going to be like, you know, you can tell the story of I get both sides. I was like this because of this, but I did my own research and it's completely wrong what I thought. And it's not the truth. It's, it's completely the opposite. So being embarrassed by that, I wouldn't say you should be at all or ashamed at all or awkward about it at all. If you're having a conversation with Muslim, tell him, say, look, I used to be like this because I thought like this. But. You know, I fell into the trap, but now I've changed my views and you guys, you know, it's just as it is. You know, you're just Muslims yeah. and you're just Muslims. And that's how you should kind of see it.
0: Yeah, I, I suppose. I suppose uh, even like obviously as, as I've gone on my journey um, and and you realise that I don't know your your beliefs on like say like 9-11 and, and, all, and all the wars and these events like uh, the Boston bombing and things. I'm I'm under no illusion that these are, in my opinion, false flags and fake. And, you know, they they, they blame it on Muslims and suicide bombers. But, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of people on my side that believe that these are being trained. These are men that are trained by the American government and and Saad and whoever to to carry out these. So when I I say um, jihad and things, these are just the buzzwords that they want people who are ignorant like me and uneducated on that and when they hear those words that is ex- what you what you just described is exactly it but i was under no illusion after i got into conspiracies that a lot of these events and things that happen involving muslims and suicide bombings are fake and you know just just bullshit in my opinion
1: i'm so i'm a muslim and outright are you are you religious are you christian
0: I'm I'm not religious, but I, I believe there is a creator. Uh, of what that may be and what that looks like. I do not know but... Oh
1: perfect. Okay, I'll revert you now. You come to Islam, you got the good look going you got the look going on, the beard, the long hair. You know, that's a proper Islamic look. Don't worry, I'll buy you a turban and everything. We'll get into it. Uh, so like I'm a Muslim, as I say. I outright I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I used to growing up. I believe islam is the truth and i've got reasons behind why i think islam is the truth and why i believe in it and so on and a lot of people can say you know well that's all you know well number one if that was all i knew is because that's all i wanted or needed to know however it's not all i know i've gone massively astray when i was just super depressed i was suicidal i was googling stuff how to kill myself i was pulling my hair out and I was basically literally saying the words to the devil I was speaking to trying to speak to the devil and say please just take my soul sell my soul to the devil and I will do everything you want me to do on this planet just for you to give me the things I want on this planet you know so I've gone to the darkest of dark roots especially as a religious person you know and to say you will sell your soul to the devil is as bad as it gets I promise you that Um, you can ask any religion any religious person and I basically, thankfully, I never denounced Islam, like I never got to that. However, I started going to churches, started speaking to fathers and priests and so on. I was saying to them, you know, tell me the truth. Tell me what's like, what is it? Is it it Christianity? Blah, blah, blah. So I know why I'm a Muslim. I I started learning it properly. because Growing up as an Asian, you don't really get told properly all the time. It's changing now, but the old fashioned ways was, you know, just do um, as we tell you to do. And because God says so. And that was it. Like, it's plain and simple. You know, there's a lot of fear mongering, there's a lot of ignorance. And that's why a lot of people go away from religion. And I promise you, if I could go on for hours and hours and hours about religion and People get shocked. I've had conversation with hardcore metalhead atheists, the ones that split blood and stuff like that, those type of metalheads, you know, Uh, I don't know if you're at that point. I feel like you are a metalhead to an extent, but uh, (laughs) I'm just stereotyping you again. Yeah, (laughs) Um, like I've I've had these conversations with proper metalheads, the one with like piercings everywhere and stuff proper atheist devil worshippers basically and i've had these conversations about islam and they've been like whoa okay i did not know that that's really cool that i didn't i've given him my friend gave him a version of the uh, the bible and i gave him the version of the quran and he read both and he said the quran makes so much more sense i was like okay then that's step one mate come over now come over i'll take you to the mosque but no um obviously so islam i am fully aware that the world is. Um, So, again, this is going to sound a conspiracy theory, and technically, by definition, it may be, and that's absolutely fine. Islam is against, um, sorry, uh, uh, the world is against Islam. Um, It was built on Islam. Like, obviously, Islam, the religion itself was formed 1,500 years ago, but in terms of the message of God. So we believe in the Bible, we believe in the Psalms, and we believe in the Torah, the originals, the original versions the first versions they are the word of god and we absolutely believe in those i've got the jewish prayer book literally just behind me i've got i mean i've got other bibles those are just for study purposes but i've got a jewish prayer book and i i cracked that open and most of those prayers in there are exactly what as muslims mm-hmm. believe you know so what i'm saying is uh, the world is against muslims this is plain and simple like plain and simple this is to be seen as you said 9/11 prime example scapegoats. What they do is, what what would what did 9/11 lead to? You know, I mean, it was happening before, but 9/11 blew, oh, pun intended, blew up um, the the being able to use Islam and Muslims as the scapegoats to yeah. then invade tons of countries, bomb this, bomb that. And why does it happen to be? Why did it happen to be every single time a Muslim country? Every single time um Afghans, afghanistan iraqis all them syrians they all have been brainwashed by the us and the uk government and armies and so on to then believe that their own people are wrong and what the uk and us are doing is right even though the uk and us are bombing the blitz out of their country it's like well hang about who's right here you know um, and uh and it's, it's things like that and those, well, obviously, you know, these are invasions and these are invasions, but these are being used from like 7-7 and 9-11. Everyone, every Muslim is a terrorist, so on, so on. Um, the, for example, the Israel-Palestine issue. Um, there's there's a whole different story. Like Zionism is, you know, it's a, it's a corrupt thing. There's a lot of Zionist belief, not so, because they see the word Zion, um, Israelites, um, within the Bible. Um and they suddenly instantly like, yeah, see, Israel is meant to exist. I said, I say to people, Israel, I'm not saying Israel's not meant to exist. Israel, I'm sure, is meant to exist. Um, and I'm all for a Jewish land. 100% I'm all for it. There's nothing wrong with that. I would support it tomorrow. However, the way the Zionists are going about it, going, number one, going against their own religion of Judaism, because Zionism is not Judaism at all. And number two, you're going against Palestine. Palestine, so basically in my religion, Palestine and Israel was is meant to be um, the place where basically the days end of days occur. I, I, I mean, I feel like you—you know—you play Call of Duty. You've probably seen Lord of the Rings.
0: No. Um, oh, uh, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, the, the wife really rips into me for that. When I was more, I chose Harry Potter than Lord of the Rings. So um, I've seen. None of them. I've seen
1: none of them. I've seen none of them. However. I've seen enough clips of Lord of the Rings um, within context to understand what I'm about to say. So, like, there's there's a lot of battle scenes in it. Um, have you seen the Mummy? Yeah, we films, right? Do you remember the um, the Mummy film where there was all, those little creatures that spit in dark things, right? Yeah. Yeah. in the jungle. Those things uh, represent a thing that we could. Uh, um, what are they're called uh so I, I'll just do the 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 English translation which is um gogmagog right that yeah. is basically those little creatures gogmagogs those are little armies of this creature called the Dajjal. the Dajjal is basically the one eye and I'm sure you've seen this goes on to the music industry the Hollywood industry where they keep doing this keep doing this blah blah yes. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. and obviously you know without making it sound like you know, the Illuminati and Secret Society. Now, forget all that. Let's forget all those names and labels. Um, obviously, you can chime in at any point you need to. Um, those those represent those, basically, right? And the Dajjal itself is basically... He's basically not... He's, he's timed to come. He's timed to come when the days are coming to an end. And Lord of the Rings also represents that fight um, where the Dajjal... Um, he is the one who lets his army out, and they fight all the Muslims. And you know, words well, of Jesus comes back, and so on, stuff like that. Um,
0: is is that prophesized
1: in Islam?
0: Is that what you guys believe is the end of times? That's what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and it's going to happen where Israel is. Yeah, finally, yeah. You know, and that's what Israel is about. So even though like, I'm very pro-Palestine, I'm very outspoken, I'm very active about it. I Have been for about. How long now? Were we twenty twenty? About twenty years, maybe almost. Um, and bear in mind, I'm only thirty. You know, so I was there like ten or eleven years old. I was going for it, and um I, I'm fully aware of how the world's going to end. I'm fully aware of where it's going to end. It's going to be the Israel part. It's meant to happen. I know it's meant to happen. You know that is the way God has created it, and that's how it's meant to be. However. Even though, obviously, I know it's meant to happen like that. You know, my human in me, you know, you don't like to see oppression. You don't like to see murder, so on, so on. So you obviously speak out. Anyway, uh, this is where the battle is going to happen. The dajjal is the one that calls for it. Uh, the horn gets blown, and that's where he comes. And then we got Jesus who will come back and fight against, and so on, so on. Um, and these films, the Lord of the Rings films, the Mummy films, these all represent it. If you watch these films... After me telling you what I've told you, obviously, you know, I'm just giving you a very brief summarized uh, outline of it. However, if you watch it, you'll be like, you know what? Interesting, you know, like that's exactly what he said kind of thing. Obviously, I could be making it up. Of course I could. But if I was to give you the Quran, a transliteration, so you can obviously understand it in modern English and you read it and you or you Googled or you Googled islam's um or day of uh, end of days what islam says about end of days or something you know or the battle that's meant to occur if you read every single thing about that and how the quran they, there's be quotes of the quran in there and bearing in mind the quran has not changed since the 1500s it hasn't changed once the bible has you know the torah has you know there's been all sorts of million versions of the bible um so you know my point being is if you and i get coincidences happen coincidences happen right this is just the way it is but there's not you You coincidence like the mummy films and lord of the rings are mm-hmm. quite uh, you know like come I, on
0: I, yeah i know exactly what you're on about that's like i said before we clicked record today is that's where i find myself going towards is the symbology the symbolism yeah, yeah. and it's happening every day uh whether it's on in a a news article online, it doesn't quite make the news. It's there, it's in our TV, it's in our film and programmes, and I love it. It's almost like a geeky thing for me. It's like, ooh, I see that, that little hidden eye or that uh, cross upside down. It's like they're, they're putting it in in front of us so it's our subconscious
1: yes yeah, play a hidden plain yeah sight. like i remember so all this stuff when it all started coming about i mean it happened years ago as well but it became predominant uh, early 2000s mid uh, early 2000s and 2010s lady gaga britney spears madonna all these you know devil worshippers. they came about and started doing it and they made it very fashionable and it became a fashion and then i remember when people started to kind of clock onto it Slightly, you know, subtly, like, oh, hang about, what is this? People are talking about it. What is it? What they ended up doing, they made a charity, a charity web um, advert. Just bear in mind, they used a charity to make this advert, and they had like people like Bono and other artists in there mocking this. They were mocking yeah. it because what they're doing is. Even though they are promoting what they're meant to be promoting, you know, by the selling, selling of the devil's soul, and, uh, the soul to the devil, they're promoting it. However, they're doing it in a way that mock, mocks the, the masses because the masses believe, ah, see, if it was a real thing, they wouldn't be mocking it. Wouldn't make it a comedy, would they? Because yeah. it would be much more darker than that. Well, the darkness of it is so scary. The fact that they are mocking you and how blind you are to it—they're mocking you. And this is a movie. Movie in the and uh, and there's so much more in the music industry. For example, like, um, I mean, we already know that heavy metals. Like, you know, the one of the, is 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 right up there in terms of you know being stereotyped as like the Satanism and stuff like that. And that's not necessarily the truth there is some truth to it absolutely but it's not always necessarily necessarily the truth because pop is by far the worst pop is number 1 It's by far worse than heavy metal heavy metal is because it's screaming and this and that or yeah. a lot of the time instantly they think you know this is devil this is devil devilish, devilish kind of action pop is the worst what they do in pop is they will sexualize such things and not only that they will sexualize children why? Because they want to damage children, and what they would cover that up with, which is feminism. They'll use that as feminism. They'll use that as independence. They'll use that as freedom. They'll use that as like, and they would always keep going back to the same thing, which is, I've had this conversation with too many people I know, and it's always like, um let's, and if if a person like I've said it, I'm like. This is incredibly sexualized for this child, for example, right? In a music video or something. And they'll be like, well, no, this is, the girl's only wearing, you know, a, a one-piece bathing suit. Like, what's wrong with that? You know, it's in your mind that you see it like that. I was like, no, hang about, hang about, hang about. You know, open your mind and try to understand that, yes, this is exactly what they want you to think, which is it's just a bathing suit. It's just a bathing suit. It's a child. In a music video that millions of people are going to see... And we do live in a world that there are too many paedophiles. And not only that, let's talk about how there are so many paedophile rings and cults that are coming out more and more today. Jimmy Savile, Gary Glitter, Epstein, Prince Charles, you know, all these freaks. They're all coming out now. Prince Andrew, sorry. Um, They're all coming out now. And it's like, oh, so the conspiracy theories were right, were they? You know, whereas you couldn't think for yourself at that point to think that is quite creepy to use a child in that. It might be innocent in some people's eyes, but there's more to it because Mm -hmm. there are paedophiles out there, and paedophiles love that shit. So avoid it as much as you can, you know, and that's the music industry, and that's what they do. They will sexualize people, they will use sex to sell. We know sex sells, of course, absolutely, but what it is every single thing is sexualized every single thing and they know that now especially the children can get hold of any technological te- technological device to watch these videos recommended even though they could be on their phone their, their youtube recommendations are um you know kid videos just you know just kid stuff you scroll down there'll be like Nicki Minaj there somewhere it's like how is that recommended how is that related to anything you know
0: I I, I seem to remember um this girl I was dating that had a kid and he would just sit on this on the iPad and it was you know adults dressed up as like Spider-Man and Elsa from Frozen and things and they would just do little skits and uh you know, I I would sometimes glance over and see, and it was like not really appropriate. And then when three, four later, years later, when I was no longer with her, um, I, I learned about Elsa Gate, and these these were these videos that, that you know her son was watching, and it was you know there was one scene where I remember where Spider Man was injecting a needle, a, a vaccine or whatever it was into Elsa, into her her butt, and I was like, you know, this is just and it was a whole big conspiracy theory around it that these videos are being put out there to you kind know, of brainwash kids into accepting maybe even you know with that scene obviously we know now what's going on um in in today's world and vaccines are a big key part of that but what you're saying there is right up my street because i talk a lot about it about demoralization and um how we we accept things now that we wouldn't have accepted 50 years ago, and probably even less than that, but I'm, I'm thinking back to like, you know, the 30s, 40s, 50s, you know, when men wore suits every day and read the newspaper and went to the pub to talk about politics and government and held their government, to you know, accountable for things and voted strongly, you know, they, they had strong opinions and now we're just a, a society of men who, I use the term men lightly because I, I go into canteens at work and talking to men and they're talking about, oh, did you see celebrity big brother last night or who did you vote for and yeah. and you know did you watch coronation street and eastenders yeah. and it's like there's a worldwide pandemic going on you know we all know my beliefs or not but we're, we're led to believe there's a pandemic and whenever you talk about it you're shut down and it's like no these are the conversations that we need to have and yeah. um, it's it's to me it's so sad that you know and it's done by design you know like you've hit the nail on the head so many times there where, you know, they're just, it's brainwashing through TV and it's lowering our standards of what we accept. Um, a lot of men from back then would not have accepted what we are going through right now. Um, and it's sad, but oh, that was really good. What, what you, you said at the start of that, that bit was really interesting hearing about, I, I don't want to go completely back to 9-11, but mm. when you said that they attacked the Eastern, you know, you're... Afghanistan, Iraq, and it was all Muslim countries. It's a view that I've never actually heard before. And I have said on my show that I do want to have on, um, you know, a follower of Islam, a, a Buddhist, a Christian, and is, uh, a, a follower of Judaism, and hear what their beliefs are and yeah. just have a, a, an individual episode. So maybe you could come back and we'll, and we'll do that because that would be amazing. Because, like you said at, at the start, when I said I was embarrassed about believing in Jihad and what Tommy Robinson was spouting off on. It's its educating the, the people. And if my show can do that, and, and me and you can sit down and you can teach me, because even when you're talking about um, that film, which I will watch now, Lord of the Rings, and I'll definitely go back and watch The Mummy.
1: Watch it for um, the sake of research, like to understand what's yeah. going on in the film. Yeah, it's, it's incredibly it, scary.
0: Yeah, because it is. My, my, where I stand on my belief religiously is that, yes, I believe in a creator. But I and you might disagree here, and that's good because I'd I'd like for us to have yeah, a bit of, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. is I believe that all these books, the Torah, the Talmud, the Bible, mm-hmm. all these books, I believe, are the same story pretty much. Um, and there I've also ha- I've heard a little bit about um astro theology, which means that right. all the Bible, all the all the books of the world, all these books that I've mentioned, are the story of the sun and the stars and the moon, and and yes, there's a lot of people believe that that. I I wouldn't say that's an atheist belief, but I would say that it's a creation story, and right. I'm I, that's where I'm at just now. I don't I don't believe in astrotheology yet, and I don't believe in any of the books because yeah. I I think there is a good chance that these books, especially the Bible, because it's the one that I've heard most about, no. there is a lot of occultism in the Bible, a lot of occult numbers like thirty-three, forty-seven, um, which is the Freemasonic numbers. There's 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 five hundred and the passages are even if you break down the words can add up to certain numbers gematria numerology which is i love i love that side of things so to me i'm not fully set on the fact that these books could have been written by the evil of the world who whoever they may be and it's almost like they are trying to make the world go in a certain direction and what you said there about the end of times that definitely is the same with the bible it's definitely the same with judaism and now i'm hearing which is a first for me that Islam believes that that's going to happen also. So is it, you know, that's kind of uh, a confirmation bias on my behalf that I think whoever wrote these books knows or either knows, which is crazy because they must be paranoid, you know, they must have some ability or mm-hmm. they're pushing the world in that direction. Because I think a lot of Christians are even Zionists now because they want to help and yeah. bring forward the the coming of the, the second coming second coming of christ
1: yeah, yeah. um so yeah I, I mean spot on like 100 i couldn't have explained it um and I, it's really good to hear that kind of open-minded um kind of i suppose description and view from from somewhere else in this case you because you said about like you know obviously the bible being the predominant book in the world and you know so on so on um so yeah it's 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 cool that you said about it seems like someone's either trying to push the world to a certain direction or they just kind of knew you know and that's incredibly fascinating to say that because um the prophet muhammad peace be upon him you must you must have heard of prophet muhammad right Yeah, yeah peace be upon him um he predicted um some incredible future well i say predicted he knew so um so like uh uh signs of the end of the world i have to type this out because i want i don't want to butcher anything and you're going to be listen to some of these signs right so this is the prophet peace be upon him he 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 told us sorry not predicted he told us signs of the end of the world um that these are going to be the signs to show you what um to show you uh, um give you the signs of how the world is coming to an end it's very close listen to these insane um signs right and the thing is a lot of people can say well hang about maybe who knows when he came up with this or who came up with this really you know someone can just say well prophet muhammad you know existed 1500 years ago and he could have just it could have been um someone who said it 10 days ago, but they're just pretending that the prophet said it, you know, to make Islam look good. But no, not the truth at all, because there is so much scripture out there. So the oldest physical existing Quran is in Turkey, is in the Turkish uh, museum. And that is 1300 years old, which is only 200 years after Islam itself officially formed, right, within name. If you were to go and buy a book today from any country, from any corner of the world, which is the Quran, and you go and uh, inspect it—get an expert or whoever you wanted—you can get a Christian, you can get a Jew, you can get a Hindu, whoever you wanted to go and inspect it and um, compare both Korans. These 1300 and the brand new one, guaranteed they'll be the same. You can, as I said, you can every single one. You will not find a Quran that's actually the Quran. That will be different to that one. I guarantee it, because the the Quran has not been changed, regardless of some beliefs being different within certain sects within Islam. The Quran itself has not changed. So these are some of the um, insane future um, uh, signs of what uh, the world's going to come to an end, right? So like, um, people will abandon the Quran. That's one. And again, look, this is long. I'm not going to read it all, but this is, shows you a, a little. Um, article you could call it article a little bit of the quran saying it that is one and that is so obviously seen as a muslim i see it myself i do it myself tons of muslims i know that have abandoned the quran they don't read the quran right um when uh when the hour that will be the days uh now Of the hour, there will be days during religious knowledge will be taken away and general ignorance will be spread and general. ignorance. let's let's not even talk about religion, for for example, let's talking about what we're discussing, conspiracy theories, for example, you know, general ignorance is being spread. Is it not? Yes or no? In general, right? Okay. so that's what I'm saying. Like we're we're we're, general ignorance has been spread left, right and centre, you know, about anything. It could be absolutely anything. But this is what the thing he says. Um, there will be a come. There will come a time from people that there will remain none. Uh, Expecting blah blah. blah. Um, let's go to this one. Uh, one is um, years will feel like months. Months will feel like uh, um, months will feel like days. Days will feel like hours, and hours will feel like minutes. When how many people do you know? I know too many people. I say it myself. How fast time's going? Yes. Right. Yeah. Honest to God, like, we are in February of 2020 almost. 2022, sorry, almost. I remember New Year's Day the other day. I remember Christmas the other day. Time is going like that, right? Um, Women will dress like men. Men will dress like women. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on.
0: Can I just stop there? This is a little Minnie mouse had her 93rd birthday last night. It came up on my Instagram last night just before I went to bed. Mm -hmm. She's now changed her outfit from the, the pink and white dress to a blue suit with black, blue and black suit, a, a full three-piece suit. Right. So it's just something to add there, just a little that, bit
1: that, That's of related, yeah. yeah, it's related, yeah. yeah. and a lot of people say, you yeah, well, who, 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 A lot of people will say, "You know, societal norms. Are, well, who come up with um, who come up with um, you know, uh, what clothing is suited for what gender?" And mm-hmm. I kind of understand that, but we, this is the the reality in life is as a muslim as a uh, as a non-muslim whatever we are living in a world that works in the way it works because man is man woman is woman animal is animal right i'm not saying that if you want to become a man to a woman like to me you're still going to be a man like you know I, that's just my opinion that's just how it is um however i'm not going to go out and attack you for it like i don't give a shit kind of that way right um but man is man, woman is woman. That doesn't necessarily mean that the man impregnates a woman and woman's job is to to populate the world. That does not at all mean that. That means if a woman doesn't want a child and they want to travel for the rest of their life, go for it. You know, don't give a shit. That's your choice. It's your life. But there is a, to sustain the world, to sustain the planet, the facts are there through science. Let's even talk about science and, you know, animal conservation, Uh, science ecology everything you want to talk about every single thing of those things come together and it proves that to sustain a normal society and and uh, a world to keep moving forward we need to have certain structures in place you know so it's all good and well having these socialist psychos um i don't know if you're one but uh i'm not a socialist at all because without a government you know without uh, or without um Uh, companies being owned privately nothing it can't it doesn't work it just doesn't sustain the economy it just does not and and talking about um what's it taxing the rich and taxing the rich and taxing the rich well hang about jeff bezos and and bill gates and all these people Mm -hmm. just let them you know they work doesn't matter how easy it was or how hard it was they made it to where you want to be all you are is jealous pipe down and let them be you know like just cuz you can you if they i i say to people like if you were jeff bezos if you were in his position are you honestly telling me right now that you would sit there and say yeah i'm going to give all my money away to the poor and i'm going to get taxed you tell me you'll do that come on I know, I know. right i wouldn't do it <laughs> i wouldn't do it cuz yeah. who does it who wants to do that no one wants to do that and that's what i'm saying when people talk they talk a lot without understanding what the hell's going on you know and it's like um uh Look at this. Listen to this sign, right? It is a sign of the end times, which Muslims will follow the example of Jews and Christians, and intimate um, imitate imitate imitate. I'm dyslexic, so, uh, Imitate them blindly. So what we as Muslims are doing, we are sugarcoating Islam massively. So we're sugarcoating Islam, and we are very like you know, um, we are trying to become a world where we're like. Yeah, Judaism and Christianity is a cooler religion, so we're gonna to try to be like them. And this is what oh, Muslims are yeah. doing. If you if you were to meet Muslims um that are not, you know, your typical Muslim Muslim, like quite a westernized Muslim, ask these questions to them and I promise you that you know, obviously some Muslims are a bit weird and they might hit you for some for no reason, but <laughs> um but there's there's tons of signs there. I'm not gonna go through all of them, yeah. but point being is the signs are there. The world will come to an end where it's meant to, which is the Israel-Palestine area, Middle East area. Um, These films represent so many battles, so many fights. And as I said, watch The Mummy, watch uh, Lord of the Rings, and these will all be shown. And the thing is, as I said, don't even take my word for it. Google, Google, and it will give you context. It will give you parts of the Quran, uh, the verses and stuff. It will give you everything you need for your proof. And that's not me just selling you. And the music industry, we already know, like, Initiations, I assume you believe in like initiations into the yeah. music industry, yeah. like the classic one stands out is when, um was it Madonna and, who was it who kissed? Britney Spears and? uh Britney and Madonna, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think
1: that was, was. initiation, you know, yeah. and a lot of people were about, maybe they're just kissing, you know, they're just having fun, they're just having a good time, they are about, you know, what happened? Oh, they were having a good time then, but now suddenly it's all about free Britney, free Britney, yeah. free Britney, yeah? Unless just you know, a lot of people want to look at it and say, "Well, hang about, why did she or how did she get into stuff like this? Who said she didn't have the mental capacity to you know take care of her own assets? Who said that? Britney Spears herself." came out many years ago and said, like, I'm absolutely fine please release me let me be free this is a goddamn human being that they can't even let me free because she sold her soul to the devil she sold her soul to the devil through the industry and the industry said look this is what's going to happen like me what well, I've done the research on it and this is what I came up with I don't know what you're uh, I want to hear what you say um the way an artist will get initiated, it would be in terms of well, encouraged or persuaded to come in and manipulate it to an extent as well. Um, you'd come in and and typically you'd look at it and you say, Okay, the younger, the prettier, uh, the more handsome, the more this and that will always, you know, be the top, top people um uh, for obvious reasons. You know, they sell, they sell, they sell. Then they can use them sexualize sexualize, sexualize. Um they would come in basically and for an example they'll come into a room and they'll be like right okay we're going to give you this we're going to give you a car we're going to give you a house we're going to give this salary you're going to get this you're going to get that you're going to get get this however in return we want you to basically give us this control this control this control and those controls could be like look how many artists are coming out saying i had no like taylor swift i had no control over my earlier albums Take a guess why, bitch, because you you had control, you controlled and and uh, you will be controlled until you can try to try to leave. And uh, we can get into the trying to leave, you know, with so many. Oh, my God, DMX, Michael Jackson, prime examples. Um, And these people were controlled in terms of like, you know, we'll give you all this, but you're going to have to basically. Let us control you, your being, your soul, your heart, your mind. And that is a subtle reference to you're going to sell your soul to the devil. Because yeah. if you were to say that to a child, obviously a lot of children will still be like, you know what, fuck it, okay. You know, I'm getting a car, or a car this money, that money, this money. Um, The amount of times Bob Dylan, for example, said it clearly on an interview, you know, I did this, I did this, and I had to do this. And yeah, I basically sold my soul to the devil. Yeah. He says it on an interview, you can YouTube it, you know. And that's my point, like, this is how they would do. This is how they will control you. This is how they will take you in, and then when the time comes, when it's too late, where you're like, "Ah, oh, shit!" You try to get out. See what happens. Yeah. You know. So I don't know what you think and how what research you've done in terms of that, how that, they get that, initiated that's, in.
0: That's pretty much it. The, the, I think the hardest point in getting people to to believe this stuff when you're trying to explain to someone is, you know, how how does it work? You know, and the way the way I heard on a podcast. And I might be paraphrasing here, but I'm sure they use the example of a basketball player. And I'm not sure if it was a real life one, but let's say Kobe Bryant was the one. What what they said was the way it works is they see potential in this young guy uh, when he's like seven, eight, nine, ten years old, whatever. They follow out his career. They send someone to watch every game. That person then makes contact with the mother. And in this case, they use a single mother example, whether it was true or not, I don't know. So what they do is they approach the single mother, they say, look, I see you're struggling with your bills, your son's got real talent, let him come to to my school of basketball or I'll pay for a scholarship or whatever. And then eventually it's like, look, are you struggling with the bills? Look, I'll pay your mortgage uh, this month. Then it's, look, I'll pay your house off, your son's got real potential. And eventually, you know, they get in more and in more. And then when when that guy, whether it's Kobe or not, reaches a certain age they're, they're then making appearances at parties with celebrities they're going out for meals and they're taking drugs And you know the, the gateway drugs they can just say look every look there's my there's michael jordan taking drugs like go on go on and then yeah. you know they can do something at that point which i believe isn't far-fetched that you can have some blackmail on them they could maybe um you know put a kid on top of them when they're blacked out and take a picture and say, right, if you ever leave this cult or whatever you're in, then we can release this photo and your your career will be over. That there's blackmail involved in and in the way I always use it is I go back to like JFK time, you know, back to sixties, seventies where if you cheated on your wife, that was enough to ruin your, your career because the yeah. morals were so strong. And we've talked about that throughout the show. But now People don't care about that. Adultery doesn't
1: matter. Adultery yeah. is fun and games.
0: So that's when it moves on to drugs. And then it's mm-hmm. now it's paedophilia. And uh, you know, the stronger you want to leave, the, the, the less chance you've got. Once you're in, you're in. And uh, the other one I wanted to touch on was what I said at the start in the intro, when I heard the interview with Kanye West talking about my mother died for this shit, man. I've also looked a little bit into Lady Gaga, where she was in a band And she was the quiet, mousy one, the one that was nicely dressed, playing the piano. The lead singer, I forget her name, she was, like, really good. Everyone could see potential in her. She was going to make it. Well, she flung herself off a building, a sky-rise building, a high high building, killed herself. And Lady Gaga took her spot and was rejuvenated as this new out-there type person and the the girl that committed suicide, her mother and auntie have been petitioning on Facebook and all that for years, and they've been silenced to say that their, their daughter was not, uh, did not commit suicide, she was murdered. And the way I see that is when you look into all these people that have openly talked about a soul my soul, a lot of them have had people that have died round about them at the time where they became famous. So I just wonder if it's a blood sacrifice. because. You know, when you look into these cults, Freemasonry, Skull and Bones, Jesuits, you know, there is a strong belief that there is uh, death sacrifices where they all, you know, it's biblical, they'll sacrifice a goat up to to, to Jesus or God, whatever, and then in these cults they also believe in in sacrifices and a lot of people like uh, Kobe Bryant, his death is so fishy surrounding the dates and the numbers that were involved. And, you know, everyone saw the, the advert where he was in the, the the helicopter and kind of predicted his death. And I believe these are ritualistic deaths. It's just their time to go. Um, so, yeah, it really fascinates me. But Hollywood, as you say, and I definitely believe so, it, to be a name, a big name on the TV, you have to do some dirty, dirty work and you're controlled And that's why I have no more idols anymore. You know, when my wife started listening to my podcast and she started, you know, not wanting to hear it about these people that she loved, you know, and eventually, you know, the more she listens, she's like, please don't tell me, uh, for instance, let's say um, Steve Carell, because she loves The Office. Don't tell me about him because it'll just break my heart. Or, you know, there'll be someone that she'll be like, please don't tell me because I, I want to believe that he's a, a nice guy and a pure guy. And I'm like, fair enough, I'll leave you to it. But to me, there is no one. Because if they're on your TV and they've got a platform on Twitter with a blue check mark and they've got millions of people, uh, you know, watching every word they say, if they was to look into some of the rabbit holes that you and I have possibly looked into and just take to Twitter and write, do you know this? Uh, No way. So definitely there there is control.
1: Um, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as you say, you know once you have officially sold your soul you do regardless of how how nice of a person you might be you know you've gone into an industry and you've said okay yes to this and yes to that and at that time you might not know you know what it could do to 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 the people to the to, to the average joe like in terms of the psychological damage growing up for a child for example either um and you might not know at that time, but growing older and knowing how the industry starts working as you're there and you're still there. And I'm not. Oh, my God. Prime example, in fact, uh, um, what I'm saying is this is all relevant. I was having a conversation with Kate Beckinsale, right? The actress you've heard of. Her, right. Yeah. And I kid you not. I will bring it up and I will message you a screenshot later. If you want to edit it into your, into this podcast episode, you can show people. this. I said to her, she posted a, actually, you know what, she posted a um a, an image of uh, her and Harvey Weinstein, I think, if she did or not. But, you know, she was, you know, when Harvey Weinstein kind of thing happened and yeah. it became a whole thing. And um, she was, she was typically, you know, they started speaking out once he had basically gone away. And, you know, it's like, before you wanted the money, so you didn't want to speak out. Now, now they've, um now he's gone. You want to speak out? Do you? Like, you know, it's because you're not going to get any money from him, you know. And if anything, it, it works for you to speak out because you get more publicity, and it makes people give you that sympathy, and it makes you look like the innocent one. I don't know if she's deleted. I'm friggin' hoping she's not. She's she hasn't. Um, but i will yeah, that over. Yeah, yeah I'll send it. that over. That'd be cool. And um, I, I basically just said to her, like, oh, uh, so she was saying, oh, yeah, this guy's like this, and he did this. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, but it suited you uh, to work with him when you were getting the money, right? And yeah. she goes, oh, sorry, it suited you to get the money, something like that. And then I said something after that about it, saying, um, why didn't you just uh, try to 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 not do what you want to do, try to get out? And she, I kid you not, I will find this. I'm really praying that she hasn't deleted it. Um, she responded by saying... Um, it's not as easy as you think. And I was like, yeah, I'm fully aware why it's not yeah. easy. Don't worry about yeah. that, Kate. <laughs> uh, you know, and it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like that. And it's like, I'm fully aware of that. It's not easy. Kenya West, when he was with his mother, he was this normal, you know, really good artist, uh, making good rap. And I'm not talking about, you know, crap or good rap matters. I'm talking about mm-hmm. just making, you know, that, doing his thing, being normal. His mother, and it's no coincidence that as soon as his mother, who was a Christian, a strong Christian, kept him grounded, kept him humble, kept him away from the nastiness, he went berserk. And not only did he start going berserk, he started making certain songs, certain songs with subtle references to, you know, the opposite of God, basically. Um, him and jay-z you know they they started doing that and like michael jackson and and dmx i'm sure you've read into their story yeah. and they're prime example they you know dmx is one of the biggest rap artists ever michael jackson is one of the biggest artists ever you know if not the biggest you know he would come out and speak against um how many times did he speak out against sony he was under their label and he said that they they control us and they don't care for us and blah 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 he -hmm. made that song they don't care about us if you listen to the lyrics to the people that are listening if you listen to the lyrics and you really take into consideration of what he's saying you'll understand where he's coming from because he's so many times spoken out against sony and that's not for me to say you know well maybe it is literally just you know just a bad relationship he had with a label and that's normal that can happen but he says so many times how they're controlling him, how they're making him do things he doesn't want to do. Um, and the amount of times they, you know, I, I don't believe for one second he was a pedophile in any way. They controlled him to make him look like a certain person when he wasn't like that at all. And not only that, he tried to get out so many times. He tried to get out and then he got dragged back in. And then he went to, um, where did he go, Saudi Arabia or Sudan or something like that and he was he started to learn about he wanted to get away from the 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 industry for a bit, and he started to learn a bit about Islam and stuff um because he needed uh, I, I will try to find the video and I'll send that over to you as well uh, yeah. if you might have seen it already but I can't remember it was uh it was a sheikh who basically said that Michael Jackson said to me that he's so desperate for people to pray for him because they're gonna kill him they are gonna kill him, and he's like you know. Who are they? If someone can tell me otherwise, that who are they? Then fine, I'll be like, yeah, conspiracy yeah. theories don't exist. Tell me who they they are. You know, yeah. they've had this conversation with uh, was it Latoya, his sister, and said to her like, you know, why would Barker Jackson? She goes, they killed him. The interview's on YouTube. People can find it quite easily. They killed him. It was like, who are they though? And you know, blah blah blah. She goes, no, they they killed him. He didn't kill himself. He didn't do this or he didn't do that. Yeah. They killed him. This guy did not overdose on something because he wanted to just commit suicide. He was led that way because of the pressure and the control and him trying to get out of a system that he didn't want to be in anymore. Him mm. and his image that was getting destroyed as a paedophile. DMX, prime example. I mean, again, chime in at any point if you've got anything to say because I know I'm waffling right now. But oh, no. I'm just, I'm, you know, it's, it's a lot to get out of it. Like yeah. DMX was, uh, again, you may have seen the interviews on YouTube. You can YouTube it quite easily where he sat there. And he's talking about, you know, why he's in prison. Why does he keep going to prison, keeps going to prison, keeps going to prison? And he was in court um, prior to the sentin- sentencing. And without um, the media getting cleared through, you know, the judge of the courtroom saying that, yes, they can be here. Who are they? Blah, blah, blah. So on. Without the judge confirming they cannot be there legally. Right. DMX is in there. Again, YouTuber is there. And he's talking about, you know, he's done whatever the case is. He's asking why this journalist is here and who are they. And the judge said, oh, I don't know. And then he goes, okay, but, you know, they can't be in there. Surely they can't be in there if you don't know who they are. And she goes, I don't know. And he goes, but how did they get through? He asked him, how, did, how, how asked the judge, how did they get through? And she goes, I couldn't tell you. Let's just get on with it. Let's get on with it. I can't remember his real name. Let's get on with it. Um, the thing you know yeah. and then he's in prison and then the journalist is asking him like you know why did you keep on prison and what's going on you've got these messages for the fans what you what are you going to say to the fans and why are you here and stuff and he goes and he looks at the camera and it's so sad and he looks at the camera and he says they know and he goes well i don't think they do know and he goes no no they they know they wow. know and you know and you don't go from DMX one of the biggest rappers ever to just nobody and then yeah. suddenly killing yourself recently you don't no. you don't no. go for that that easily and Amy Winehouse another one come on you know mm-hmm. you know the the this I don't like to use the word too much but Illuminati And you know the sign the pyramid and the eye mm-hmm. in the middle um yeah. she was on Jonathan Ross show again YouTube it's not me just making this up YouTube it's all there um they, Jonathan Roscoe goes, oh yeah, because she was young at this point, of course, when she first kind of became big. And um, he asked, her, like, do you do you, what do they make you do and stuff like that? Like, just in general, like, oh, when you have your when you have your um, uh, concerts and stuff, like, what do they make you do? He goes, oh, yeah, they tried to make me dress up in this big triangle. And I was like, no, I don't want to do it. You're managed by the company. Uh, and this surprised me. I only found this out you. are managed by the company you look after S Club 7, you used to look after the the Spice Girls' Simon Fuller. Uh, have they tried to, to mold you in any way, though, if people ask you to do things to change the way you look or speak or behave? Um, yeah, one of them tried to mold me into a big triangle shape, and I went, no. <laughs> no, nah, you know, I've got my own style. I've got my own style, and I, I wrote my own songs. And you know, if someone has so much of something already, there's very little you can add. Yeah. You know, and it's like you can't just tell me, you cannot tell me that, okay, one, two, or even three times it's a coincidence. Fine, I accept that absolutely. But you cannot tell me 15, 16, 17, 18, so on, so on, so on times with different people it's a coincidence. You can't. There's too much relations, it's all relevant to everything yeah. like that. And that is not coincidence. If your ultimate goal is to be famous, then you're gonna do a lot to do, to get there, like sign your name in blood in a contract with the devil.
0: I kind of sang
1: about, you know, what was going on in my life at 15, and that's how I got introduced to the music industry. Because I swear I wanted to be like the Amy Grant of music. Yeah. <laughs> but it didn't work out, and so I sold my soul to the devil. Well, needless to say. Sold my soul. It's a dance with the devil. I'm a cure, real wrestle. It's a dance. Devil. I'm trapped. If I
0: can go back, I never would have I sold my soul to the devil, I'll never get it back. I just wanna
1: meet- Do you record while while the bus is moving or does it have to come to a stop? Yeah,
0: well you- sometimes they don't want to and they're you know, gaga, we can't get, you know, the frequency the frequency's weird and you know it's sounding a little bit strange and I'm like, if you don't get this right now, I swear to Lucifer, I'm gonna you know, I get a little bit
1: mad. I sold my soul to the devil. I know it's a crappy deal. He's a king with a few toys like a happy meal. Why is your hand over your eyes? I mean, <laughs> because I'm you. a devil worshiper. What are you
0: talking about? <laughs> All right, well, I have tickets to see the devil worshiper.
1: Roman is a crazy boy who lives in me.
0: And he says the things that I don't want to say. <sighs> he was born, you know, just a few months ago. I think he was born out of rage. He was conceived in rage, so he bashes everyone. He threatens to beat people and he's violent. That must be nice to have like an ignorant loudmouth who you can just sort of blame every...
1: He wants to be blamed. I don't want to blame him. I, I ask him to leave, but he can't. He's here for
0: a reason. People have brought him out. People conjured him up. Now he won't leave. I never listened to Nicki Minosha, so that's no loss. So she worships the devil I heard anyway, so
1: hey boy, I got you. It's an Adam making deals with the devil. And I know it's gonna get me in trouble. I gave into the fire. I know I should have fought it. At least I'm being honest. I know that this is my fault. I should have been more careful. The devil's got come through. You're still out here doing these songs you know you're still on tour i do but i don't take it for granted why do you still do it why are you still out here
0: well it goes back to the destiny thing i made a bargain with it you know a long time ago and i'm holding up
1: my hand what was your bargain to get where uh, i am now should i ask who you made the bargain with <laughs>
0: with, 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 with with you know with the chief uh, chief commander. On this earth? <laughs> and this earth and, in, uh, and then and in a world we can't see. So so no time to so I keep on down with the devil
1: I met the devil in God's country, you know, and, uh, um, it's not so much who, it, it's what, you know, what happens and, and the things that the devil does. It's not so much a person, even though he, he acts through people, you know, you can't call one person the devil.
0: Joe You know, you can't call any one person the devil. You can't do that because no one person has enough power to be the devil, you know?
1: I just think that the whole idea of celebrity and fame has become really convoluted and you know kind of bastardized like whereas fame used to be the byproduct of success and now it's the ultimate goal and you if you're if your ultimate goal is to be famous then you're going to do a lot to do, to get there like sign your name in blood in a contract with the devil like you're going to end up in a, on a one way street and it's going nowhere like that's just the truth I've seen I've seen so many people like Forsake their 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 moral code and their value systems just for a little bit of fame, and it's it's not worth it at the end of the day. It's really not worth it. The greatest trick the
0: devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist.
1: Um, and you know, and this is things like that. It's like, it's like again, YouTube, Jim Carrey, who who mocked. He goes, "I'll all see," he started doing that. Yeah. You know. And, it's, and they were laughing about it because you, they're mocking the masses so easily, yeah. and the masses are <laughs> in the crowd, you know, cracking up. Like, it's yeah. funny. It's like, he's mocking you, you imbeciles, you know?
0: Well, the guys that I work with, when they've often, you know, when we're not busy, they'll, you know, it's like, let's let's just talk to, to Baramu for a while and, and see what laughs we can get. But yeah. even there, they're open to like, oh, oh, John Lennon, he was definitely killed. Yeah, he was definitely killed. And I'm like, well, you have to follow that thought process through yeah like they also believe yeah jfk was killed yeah but it's like okay keep going keep going because when i pull up people like bob marley uh jeff uh bob marley uh john lennon uh tupac tupac shakur in my in my mind he was killed because i've seen some of his stuff and and oh he
1: openly spoke against it didn't he
0: yeah but i mean uh, or even like Robin Williams, uh, Anthony Bourdain, I'm kind of swaying with him, uh, but, but Robin Williams, these type of people who have served our purpose. And I don't yeah. know uh, one of the main videos I love to to bring up, and I'll, I'll send it to you after this, but yeah. if you've watched Yuri Bezmenov's, uh, he was on a talk show. This guy, Yuri Bezmenov, he's a KGB informant, but he left. And he sits on his talk show and tells uh, the, the, the host about how they enter a country how these people enter a country and how they take over how they gain power and they use people like uh, politicians like um, musicians actors to get higher in you know society and then once they get in and they're established and they've got control they then then start sacrificing them off because they know too much and i'm not under no illusion that people like Michael Jackson, who I haven't actually looked into, I, I, I have. he's he's one of those ones that I'm I, I, one way I'm thinking, there's no way he's a paedophile, I, I think the paedophile thing I, I definitely think he wasn't but right. I'm also not 100% sure whether he was a good guy or a bad guy, like that's right. the, the layman terms, because I see a lot of his album symbolism and the, the Freemasonic symboli- symbolism in his right. music but again, like like we've said these people are promoting it, but if they want out, and with you saying that, that you fully believe that he wanted out, and I've never seen any of his interviews where he's talked openly about they, they and all that, so, so he's one I look into, but there are ones that I often think, have they done a good job? They've served yeah. their purpose. They've fully assimilated over to this evil belief, and they are now one of them, yeah. and maybe they just want out. And I'm. this is, this is a crazy... Like, I've never actually voiced this one, but I've often thought, is there some island, like like Epstein Island, that mm. some of these, you know, I think that's the one that I've never looked into, Elvis, but I think that's why people still think, you know, he's still alive. Well, he obviously won't be now, but uh, maybe this is a, a theory from back then that they thought some celebrities were cashing out, saying that they're done, they want out, they want a peaceful life, they can't get it on this planet because... their their names are too big, they've done their work well, can you just give me a new name, a new identity, and put me on an island somewhere that we don't know of, somewhere in the Pacific, to spend the rest of their days. I don't think that's too far-fetched. I don't know what you think, but the listeners as well. I I think, it. you know, the one that made me think about that was Anthony Bourdain. I think he was... um, Some of his shows I've watched and I'm like, he knows and you can't not travel the world and talk to the people he was talking to and not know about the grand conspiracy. And he he was so loved and he went after Hillary Clinton in a few tweets and the next thing he turns up dead in a hotel room. Now, I'm just not fully sold that he was killed. He could have cashed out. He had the money to do that. He's maybe just done. And he's now sitting on an island sipping on some cocktails and staring at the view the beautiful views i don't know it's it's something that i haven't heard anyone talk about maybe i'm barking up the wrong tree but there is definitely you know the, the overriding thought here that i want people to take away is that to to get your name in shining lights to get your record deals to get your movie you've got to sell your soul and yeah. Yeah, here's something else that's just brought to my mind. I, I listened to a podcast about football. I, I love football. And uh, I listened to the Open Goal podcast with Cy Ferry and Paul Slane. And they had this up and coming singer uh, that no one had really heard of, just local to, to Glasgow. I and mean, what a voice he had. He brought his, his guitar on and he's singing away. And the guys are like, you're brilliant. And they actually said to him, Look, do you not think you'll make it? And he's like, no, you've got to sell yourself for that shit. I'm not doing that. And it was just, and then they just kept going the conversation as if that little piece nothing's of nothing's
1: been said. Yeah, nothing's
0: been said. It was just overlooked. And I'm like, he knows, like he knows that he's got to then, you know, sell his soul to get the big record deal. And what selling your soul means is up to your interpretation. Uh, I mean, you align definitely with that. But for the listeners, if you want yeah. to look into it, there's plenty. Like uh, the man says, there's plenty of footage out there of musicians putting it into their songs even i sold
1: yeah, my soul to I mean, the devil eminem um had an interview and i can't remember exactly i can't uh, quote me uh, uh correct um sorry don't quote me on this but eminem basically said um you know i i kind of just get told i have to the devil tells me i have to and he, uh, i'll find you the video in fact again it's on youtube he said the devil tells me to um just say ramble loads of numbers in my songs and he's got a song where he's just literally ran randomly rambling numbers. None of them make sense. They're all over the place. And I kid you not. You know, there's no coincidence in stuff like that. The artist themselves are saying this. This was years ago. We know Eminem's fucked. The song, Not Afraid, right? The lyrics and the music video, if you now listen back to it, if you haven't since God knows how long, if you listen to the lyrics and you watch the music video, um, I encourage you to do that because... After listening to this, you're like, whoa, okay. So what he's basically talking about is he's basically because when he had his relapse and stuff, he was trying to get out of the industry desperately. And um then he came back with not afraid, and he said, Um, you know, he's basically he's referencing about he's not gonna be afraid anymore. He wants his fans to stand with him and let's break through this wall. And in the music video, he's looking through mirrors and there's demons and stuff. You know, he's based and he says it many, many times about, you know, he's he's trying to leave this place. He doesn't want to be here and so on, so on. And he's, he's not scared to leave. Um, and then he came out with a song not long after called Cinderella Man. Um, and Cinderella Man, again, the reference Cinderella Man basically means like the devil or a demon standing over your head. And he's not the only one to make a song called cinderella man cinderella man or rain man these are two references um re- referring to the devil um and the the, the 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 demon um the cinderella man and rain man rain man was a song by uh what's his name jamie fox went huge eminem made cinderella man huge and if you listen to the lyrics and you're like whoa okay you know i know he's referring to now and it's songs like that and these these artists themselves are coming out clearly saying what they're saying you know they're clearly showing everything in plain sight plain sight they're telling you outright and no one wants to believe it because it sounds too far-fetched you know and it's like okay it might sound too far-fetched fine but just try to do a little um research yourself you know there was a it was a really, again, Google it, um, a dad, a single dad with two kids. Two kids couldn't have been older than 12, 13, a brother and sister. He wrote a book about the inside job and the conspiracy about nine eleven. Kid you not, three days later, him and his two kids, two kids as well, all dead on, uh, on the floor in his house, in their own house. To, do not tell me. Do not tell me that is a coincidence. You cannot tell me three days after he comes out with a book that um, exposes the inside job of something. You cannot. You cannot. And they made it out like it was a, um, a suicide. And they, they that was it. The case was closed. Why? Because the DEA, the CIA, and the FBI, and so on, they all work for the government. And that's what the way it works. And they're all the devil worshippers as well. And that is exactly... The point that I make to people, like it's all good and well, just listen to what people say, and it's all good and well, saying they're coincidence. But certain things are just not. This one is not a coincidence. Yeah, you know. Um, but you know, that's obviously up to people how they want to interpret yeah. whatever they want to interpret. If they want to believe, they can believe it, and if they don't, they don't want to. And yeah. that's just the way it is. It, but
0: this stuff is dark, and like I said at the start, it was one of those. You know, like I've I've pretty much touched on. All the conspiracies, I think that I can. But this was one of those that kind of got me. Like that, I said that night that I was listening to the podcast, and and the, the the podcast played those videos of Kanye saying that, and to 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 get that into your mind that someone might have had to die for 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 Kanye's fame, and you know that I'm I'm like I'm not worshiping, but I was idolizing these celebrities, pop stars and this is what they're going through it was hard to take so again I always say like there's a lot of people that just want to come home after a day's work slap on some comedy and go to sleep and not deal with the consequences of what this world is really about and I, I, I argue with myself back and forth on that one because I think it's fine to be ignorant and oblivious to all but at the same time we're going through a lot of Evil. There's a lot of evil in this world that if, unless you open your eyes, you're not going to be able to fix it. So I, I do, I do, you know, it's it's a tough one. But um, I mean, everyone knows if you actively seek out shows like mine and, and, and your one, it, like those people are, are becoming more and more. There's more people wanting to wake up because they see it. And I think that that's what makes me worried about, you know, we were talking earlier about the end of times. We're getting closer to that and the, the, I think everyone talks about the, the 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 age of Aquarius is the awakening right. age, and maybe that's what this is, and the, the the powers that be that run our world are allowing us to wake up because they're making their moves for that final, you know, step. So, Naman, this has been amazing. I could talk to you for hours. Honestly, I've, I've really enjoyed this, and you know I don't know what I'm gonna call this show. We'll have to get together and think of a title because <laughs> yeah. that was a real bonus. You know, I've, like I said, I, I've definitely said it on previous podcasts. I'd love to have um everyone, uh, one person from every religion come on. And even I was thinking as you were talking there, like I would even have a, a Satanist on um that uh-huh. the talks because I because I have yeah. heard that you know there is a thing that people think Satanism is just energy and it's and when you when you listen to it it's like that's not a bad thing. It's not an evil thing. But uh, you know, I'll give everyone their say, and I'm glad yeah. that you've you've come on and you've definitely give me food for thought. And I'm definitely got a few things that were I'm gonna have to sit down and watch and and listen to. Um, but honestly, this has been really good. I love it. Um, so this show, I'm hoping to get this out. I'll add in you know the Michael Jackson interview, the things that you want, send them across, and I've got yeah. a few of my own. That while we are talking, I'll put them up on the screen for you guys. For you know, I, I put the podcast on BitChute and this one definitely won't go on YouTube. That's for sure, yeah, uh, because I'm on my third strike, and you know how they are. Um, wow,
1: are you really?
0: Yeah, I got I got a first strike for Isaac Cappy. I'm sure you might know him. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's he was big in you know the whistle blowing and what goes on in Hollywood, and then my other strike was. Boston bombing talked about that with Wattcast. I was on his show, but I ripped the audio and I put it on YouTube and put my own video on it. And uh, they come out saying that it it wasn't you know, hate speech or whatever, but um, YouTube's, the time for YouTube is over. I know we've we've quoted it here today a few times to go and look at YouTube, but I really want to start pushing guys to go to Bitchute or Rockfin or Rumble. You know, you're getting uncensored stuff here from real you know researchers you know people that are looking into this stuff and and to me if the, this is a good phrase wow. that I'm starting to use a lot more the truth should fear no investigation if it's the truth let people dig into it because the truth will all show itself eventually sure. so so when youtube are taking down videos I, I just think well guys just have a bit more respect for yourselves and just start looking at other platforms and uh, like for a lot of people who think that the, these big uh, corporations have got too much power, but then that's what you do. You vote with your feet, you go elsewhere. So, yeah, uh, Nivan, um, if you want to promote your show, tell the guys where they can all find you, social media-wise and, and all that good stuff.
1: Uh, yeah, so um, my podcast is called Reality Check. Um, as I say, it's going to be based on all sorts of topics um, about life-changing inspiration story ins- inspiring stories from dark stories from true crime to wannabe serial killers from you know sports to you know some uh just well i'm gonna have ex-offenders on there that i know that have committed horrific crimes like murder one is going to be about um uh he he was there for uh 18 years 17 years he stabbed his girlfriend Eighteen times, and slept with a ne- dead, naked body for a night. Um, you know, I know people that were there for drugs. I know there for one person there for murder, for killing a prostitute. I know, you know, they, these are going to be guests on my on my podcast. Check that out. I'm going to have um, gambling addicts um, recovering, um, in recovery, currently still heavily addicted. I'm going to have all sorts of crazy guests. So definitely get involved. It's called Reality Check. It's on Spotify at the moment. Um, I am hoping to put it on Google as well, Google Podcast. Um, And I also have a YouTube channel uh, where I discuss different things and my podcasts in the future where I start doing video podcasts. They will be also on there. Again, YouTube channel is called Reality Check as well. So, uh, yeah, check them out. Um, I'm sure you can take something from them, whoever it is.
0: Awesome. Um, I was just thinking there, like, um, my, my listeners are probably going to be screaming at me saying, why didn't we get to some of that stuff that you just mentioned? Because, <laughs> I mean, I'm intrigued myself, but well, I'll definitely have you back on. Oh, I, you're
1: intrigued, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: I'll definitely have you back on, and what I was actually thinking is, we could do a show on a, on a true crime serial killer, like a Jeffrey Dahmer or someone. Oh, absolutely. And you can, and you can also add in some of your own stories in that yeah. show. Yeah, oh, my word. Yeah, um, yeah. Because it, I'm actually my wife loves she listens to the last podcast on the left that's her favourite uh, podcast which is a oh. dark humorous serial killer type story they'll do Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer and all those but they'll make funny jokes along the way and it's quite dark and sick and up but she loves it so she's the only one that's willing to maybe one day come on and do a true crime with me because I'm not too clued up on them I've I've heard little bits and pieces but yeah. to, to actually sink my teeth into one and learn all about it, and sit down and do a do a show. Maybe you can help me with that, and and that'll be a good way to for you to tell the listeners and myself some of your stories that you've encountered. Um because yeah, that man. sounds real fascinating. But again, love the show, and uh, this should be out next weekend. And um, stay in touch, Naman, and uh, thanks for 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 coming
1: on. No, I appreciate your time. Um, yeah, I look forward to this coming out, and we shall, as you say, stay in touch. And uh, yeah. Go from yep. there, we get, we get, we get uh, another one going on You'll come on my podcast, etc. and go from there Cool on. Cheers bud Alright, take care Baram you Baram you to, to your brain, your place
0: your, your, your plan true Shape be true, true. Baram you